the first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight. Did you know that my brain develops the most from the day I was born until I turned five? For millions of children living in under-resourced communities, this critical time to build a strong foundation for learning is at risk. Start Early expands access to quality early learning to help parents and children like me. Learn all about Start Early and the work they do by visiting startearly.org slash podcast. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All-Hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Exxon Radio TV, Exxon Broadcast Network, Star Cable, and starting next month on NNTV. If you'd like to give us a call toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exonation today, outer appearances appear daunting. The global economy is still in critical condition. Natural disasters occur with regularity. Environmental damage is so severe it may be irreversible within 10 to 15 years. And the poor are more desperate than ever. 
but British author Benjamin Krem says a new and better time is just beginning. As in the age past when humanity had reached a point of crisis, a great teacher has come to bring wisdom needed to help us solve our problems and evolve to a higher level of consciousness. According to my guest this hour, Benjamin Krem, the teacher for this age is Maitreya, and he began his open public work in December 2009 with the first of several interviews on major American television network. Working, working closely with him on our behalf are his group, the Masters of Wisdom and Space Brothers from Planets in Our Solar System. Joining me now all the way from the United Kingdom is Benjamin Krem. Benjamin, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you very much. Tell me, Benjamin, um, who is Maitreya as described as the world teacher? And, and what is the evidence that he is in the world today? Maitreya is the head and leader of a group of, from our point of view, perfected men mm-hmm. known as the Masters of Wisdom and the Lords of Compassion. And they have been, for the most part, living in the mountain and desert areas of the world for thousands and thousands of years. Places like the Himalayas, the Andes, the Rockies, the Cascades, the the Carpathians, the Urals, the Gobi Desert, and various other deserts. And from there, they have beneficently overseen the evolution of the Earth. They are the guides and teachers about evolution, steering us away from disasters when they are threatened and coming into our midst when possible, but for the first time in really thousands of years, they are beginning to come into the everyday world, living among us, known to humanity eventually for what they are and what their their mission is and their raison d'etre in being here in the world. All right, uh, Mr. Krem, please stand by. You and I have to take our first commercial break, uh, Benjamin. We'll be back on the other side in a couple of minutes. Exo Nation, my very special guest to this first hour of tonight's show is Benjamin Krem. His website is www.share-international.org. That's www.share-international.org. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is The X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Benjamin Krem as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, next month, well, not next month, really, in November, we're going to be going back to Niagara, where we started this show 20 years ago. We're going to be joining the Niagara Now TV network, NNTV, and we'll be broadcasting live from there Monday through Friday. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes. Winding your way down a Baker Street. Lighting your head and dead on your feet. Well, another crazy day. You're drifting out away. I like the way you smile at me. I felt the heat that I'm 
Nation, welcome back. Benjamin Krem is our very special guest this hour, www.share-international.org. Benjamin, what does Maitreya see as the world's most pressing problems at these times? Well, individually, for humanity, the starving of millions of people in the mm. world, the poor and the hungry, he says, nothing so moves me to grief as this shame, when he sees millions of people with nothing to eat, or little or nothing to eat, with their children dying before their eyes, and the world is stacked with goods, goods which is locked away in the storehouses of the developed world, Mm -hmm. while in Africa and parts of India and South America, people are starving. That is the number one priority, to save these millions who die unnecessarily for want of the food which is in abundance in the world. The next and most important thing is the making of peace in the world. He says, if we have no peace, Mm -hmm. there's no future for humanity because if we make a little war, it could become a big war, a major war. And if it were a major war, it would be a nuclear war. And he now says, now humanity has resources, nuclear resources in the world, which could destroy all life, human and subhuman alike. So that really we have no alternative but to find a way to peace. And he says, it's so simple, so really so simple. But it needs a change of heart on the part of humanity. And he says, how can you get peace? He says, number one thing to have peace is to create justice in the world. And how do you get justice? He says, justice will come when people have trust. He says, how do you get trust? He says, Trust is the simple response of all peoples everywhere to, to justice in the world. Present the world, the justice, the possible justice to the world, and that creates the trust to make justice a reality. He says the only way to do that is to share the resources of the world more equitably. And when you do that, he says, you not only make peace assured, but you take the first step into your own divinity. He says, we are all of us divine. We don't know we are divine. Mm -hmm. The masters are divine, and they know they are divine, and they act like divine beings and demonstrate the qualities of what we think of divine qualities. And he says, that is the same as your heritage. We are no different from you. We have just gone ahead of you in evolution, 
and you're evolving to the same point, exactly the same point as we are. And even as we see it, it is not the end of the journey because we see stretching ahead of us vistas of being, of knowledge, which you can't even imagine to exist today, but which do exist mm -hmm. and is the future for humanity. And if we do not destroy ourselves, he says, the future of humanity is golden, blissful, full of joy, full of creativity, full of divinity, which is the only thing, he says, which exists in the world. We live in a divine universe, a spiritual universe, and that divinity is in every single human being anywhere in cosmos. And not alone on this planet, but in all planets of all the stars, of all the solar systems which exist in, in cosmos. You mentioned the food crisis and, and how it makes the Maitreya sad to see people going hungry. I, you know, I, I agree 100% that this is a crime against humanity. Absolutely. And, and you know, for the rest of the world just to sit back on our laurels and, and do nothing about it, it's, it's heartbreaking. It, it's truly heartbreaking. Not only are there people hungry and going without in Africa or India, but even in the major centers in the United States, Canada, as I'm sure in the United Kingdom as well, we don't take yes. care of our own. Exactly. That is it. We are greedy. We are selfish. Mm -hmm. But of all... More than even that, he says, the worst sin of all, the sin from which all other sins come, is that we are complacent. It is complacency. He says, people think of money being the root of all evil. He says, no, it's not. Money is just a, 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 an energy. Mm -hmm. It can be used wisely and well, or it can be used badly, as we usually use it, and do no good at all, do harm, in fact. But really, the true sin is complacency, which is the sense that we see ourselves as being separate. He says, in life, in, in the world, in the whole of cosmos, there is no separation whatsoever. Every tiny particle mm -hmm. of us is related to every tiny particle of the universe itself. And nothing, there is no separation, there is no cleavage, there is one unity which we see only a fragment of and experience ourselves as only a fragment of. In fact, every atom of our, of our bodies, of our, of our makeup, is part of one great cosmic mm -hmm. existence. Which we, to which we give many different names, one of them being God. And that, he says, is the reality. You know, when, when I, we see this, then the complacency will go. When I was a child in grade school, I remember I used to love and lay and look at the stars. And then one night I had a, an epiphany. I was looking at the stars, and I was into astronomy back in my youth. And and I looked at the solar system, and that very day in school, we had been learning about atoms and molecules. Mm 
And I looked at the solar system and I said, my gosh, we're part of something much bigger. Our solar system resembles an atom. So if we are composed of atoms and if our and, and we're this big, if our solar system is an atom, can you only imagine how big the mass of whatever we are part of really is? And the, the, the solar system mm-hmm. is a, an atom of a solar system, which is an atom of a greater solar system, which is an atom, an atom of a, a huge galaxy, which is an atom of an even greater galaxy, on and on into infinity. I also look at the universe, Benjamin, as a pond, and this is how I try to explain to others that we are all interconnected and that what one does affects another. If you take, if you take a, a still pond and you toss a pebble in, you get, the, you get the ripple effect. And if you toss in another pebble, that ripple effect interacts with the other ripple effect. So whatever anyone does here on this planet, be it good or bad, has a cause and reaction throughout time. You couldn't put it better. That is the law of karma, the law of cause and effect, mm-hmm. the great law governing all life on our planet and everywhere else. Why is it so hard, in your opinion, Benjamin, for people to get along? Is it because we don't respect each other? Is it because we don't love each other? Is it because we're so self-centered? It is certainly because we're so self-centered, because we think we are separate. Mm-hmm. We see people of different color, different language, different religion, different attitudes to life and so on, different traditions, different history, and we think that all of that is a kind of jungle. It's all jungle and everything's separate and, and they're, they're out to to kill each other, and and very often do. But in fact, most of the people in the world, and there are 6.5 or 6.7 billion people Mm -hmm. in incarnation right now on Earth, have been in many of the different countries and religions and, and civilizations of the past, but don't know it, and they don't know the relationship that they have with people that they think are their enemies. They see people in some part of the world, these are our countries, the enemy of that country, and we'll always feel badly about those people, and I wouldn't mind taking mm-hmm. a gun and shooting as many as I can. But we could have been living in that very same country in our last life. We could be those people. Humanity has spread itself across the world for millions and millions of years. We, our paleontologists and so on, put down, and anthropologists put down the, the length of human life on Earth as something around three to perhaps six millions at the very most. The masters, who are the only people who could know, say humanity is 18 and a half million years old and has spread itself across the world early animal man and then more advanced man and more and more mm-hmm. advanced man. We owe our every every 
um, kingdom grows out of the kingdom below it. And the first kingdom to be laid down was the, the mineral kingdom. From the mineral grew the vegetable kingdom. Mm -hmm. From the vegetable grew the animal kingdom. Benjamin, I hate to do this, but I must take my commercial break with the news. Please stand by, sir. Exonation Benjamin Krem is my very special guest, www.share-international.org. A great guest. We'll be back on the other side of this break with the news. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer, and they stand by that fact at the Amazon Air KILN facility in Wilmington. You don't even need a high school diploma to have your career take off. They'll even help you earn your GED or offer college tuition support while you gain experience in the air cargo industry, working in the warehouse and on the tarmac. If you want a rewarding career, go to Amazon.com slash airjobs. That's Amazon.com slash airjobs. You must be 18 years or older to apply. Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm disgusting. Oh, house, don't say that. You could live someplace so much better than me. That's not true. Oh, yeah? Look at these uneven stairs. Gross. House, you know I don't care. Ugh, and the squeaky door hinge. I think it's cute. No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Goodbye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Com. On MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Why do I feel like I'm losing control?
And welcome back, everyone. This is The Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. My very special guest this hour is Benjamin Krem. And uh, Benjamin is a British artist and longtime student of esoteric philosophy, has become the principal source of information about the emergence of Maitreya, the world teacher. Born in Glasgow, Scotland in 1922, Benjamin began studying art at an early age, developing into an accomplished painter in the modernist style. He befriended and collaborated with many of the leading figures of the time in British art, music, and literature. His paintings have been exhibited in a number of prestigious galleries. Throughout his early years, Benjamin also studied various aspects of esoteric philosophy, in particular the teachings released in the late 1800s through Helena Blavatsky and the Theosophical Society, and more recently, Alice A. Bailey. All of these teachings led him to believe in the existence of Masters of Wisdom, a a group of perfected individuals who are the custodians of the divine plan for the planet. It nevertheless came as a complete surprise to Benjamin when, in 1959, he was actually contacted by one of his masters. Benjamin was told, amongst other things, Exonation, that Maitreya, the world teacher, the master of all masters, would return in about 20 years, and that he, Benjamin would have a role to play in the event if he chose to accept it. Now, more than a decade later, in 1972, Benjamin began a period of arduous training under his master's direction to prepare him for his coming task, announcing to a skeptical world the emergence of the world teacher, awaited by people of every religion under his various names, the Christ, Messiah, Krishna, and uh, Buddha. Benjamin's constant contact with the Master of Wisdom gives him access to -to up-to-the-date information on Maitreya's emergence, plus the total conviction needed to present his story. We're very proud and happy to have Benjamin Krem with us this hour in the Exxon. His website is www.share-international.org. Benjamin, once again, thank you very much for joining us. A pleasure talking to you, sir. It's a great pleasure to be on the show. I'd like to ask you, uh, Benjamin, have we seen the worst of the economic collapse? And if any, what solution would the Masters like to suggest to those listening around the world? Well, we haven't seen the end of the, the collapse. According to the Masters, this is an ongoing thing which will get worse. Not terribly worse, but worse, for mm-hmm. more people, more people will be affected with it, and worldwide, and it's called the, the, uh, the retribution, what is, there's a, a name for it, the, oh gosh, um, the wilderness experience, the masters call it, the wilderness experience, mm-hmm. it's the experience of humanity many, many times as it's gone on this long journey to perfection. And there's no doubt that one day we will be perfected masters if we take the right decisions now. And the wilderness experience is like when times when humanity did the wrong thing or when there was some great 
natural catastrophe, a great breaking up of the planet, mm -hmm. a part of the planet, the raising of great areas and the sinking of others. You know how it has changed over and over and over again yes, sir. throughout the, the millennia. Humanity has found itself bereft, you know, without maybe enough to eat for long periods of time. They've been decimated by the animal kingdom over thousands of centuries. And each time humanity has come up again, re repaired itself, even if there were tiny little groups spread around the the uh, the more hospitable parts of the world, while other parts were so dangerous and so uncomfortable that nobody could live there. But gradually, the really ferocious animals like the the, uh, the Tyrannosaurus rex and mm -hmm. so on died out and were replaced by other kind of dinosaurs which were smaller, just as voracious, much faster, and very deadly for humanity. Again, over and over again, humanity survived. So we have the capacity to revive ourselves and to take stock and to build again. We are in that position again. Out of this chaos, in financial chaos, economic chaos, and uh, disjointed, suspicious society, in every thinking in terms of international politics, mm -hmm. uh, wars going on, small wars, hopefully could be kept as small wars and not allowed to become big wars. And one of the difficulties is that we know of nine nations which are known to have the nuclear bomb and therefore could be dangerous, and, and even in a small war. The masters say there are actually 24 nations, not nine, 24 nations which have the nuclear capacity, either under the counter or openly. These nine are open about it. And he says this is the most dangerous thing for humanity. If these were used in a future war, there would be no life on planet Earth for millions and millions of years. It would become a hostile, deadly desert fraught with danger to life of anybody who tried to live here. And that is the reason why Maitreya and his group have emerged now. They are here to try to steer humanity away from the brink to make sure that war does not take place on a scale that would threaten human, total human life and to show us the way to live together in peace. And as I said earlier, they say it is so simple. It simply requires that we rethink our relationship and learn to share together the resources of the world. And when we share, we create the conditions of justice and, and fairness in the world that guarantee and are the only guarantee of any future peace. He said, 
without sharing, without there'll be no justice. And without justice, there'll be no peace. And without peace, of course, there'll be only annihilation. So it's up to humanity. And though Maitreya and the masters come to teach us how to do it, they don't come to do it themselves. We have to do it. Maitreya said there will be a great new golden civilization if we make the right choice. But we humanity have to make that choice and have to do it willingly, gladly, and accept the principle of sharing, accept that we are brothers and sisters of one humanity. Whatever the differences on the outer plane that we think are there that keep us apart, we are all we are all God's children, as they say. We are all Jock Thompson's burns, as we say in Scotland. <laughs> and that, this is the reality. For the masters, this is real. This is how they see us. But we don't see ourselves as that. And so, the, according to one of the masters, the Tibetan master called Jal Kul, who gave the Alice Bailey teachings to the world, in June 1945, immediately after the war, the last great war, Maitreya announced to his disciples, the masters, that he was prepared to come back into the everyday world. Uh, and not alone, but with a largish group of the masters, about two-thirds of the masters. And that process, according to my experience, is already underway. In 1975, five masters came into the everyday world, although unrecognized as such. One into New York, one into London, one into Geneva, one into Darjeeling, and one into Tokyo. And after about a year and a half, two more, one into Moscow and one into Rome. And they were the first, the kind of vanguard of the masters in the world. Now there are 14 masters in the world in various cities and parts of the world. And the master of all the masters, Maitreya himself, has been in the everyday world since the 19th of July, 1977. That is my personal experience, and that is what I say in every lecture that I give. That's what I put into my books, on the website, and so on. My experience is that Maitreya, the master of all the masters, awaited by Christians as the Christ, because he overshadowed the, the disciple Jesus for three years, from the baptism to the crucifixion. Now, Jesus is one of the most advanced masters in the world now, and is living in Rome. He is the master in Rome, and is at the head of all the Christian organizations around the world. And his task is, to put it very roughly and bluntly, to rid Christianity of its, how shall I put it, its errors, its excesses, its man-made dogmas and, and dog, uh, doctrines which 
cut it off from every other religion. He says, you know, religion is useful. It help, can help you to get onto the roof. But he doesn't come as a religious teacher. He says, it's like a ladder. It can help you to get onto the roof. But once you're on the roof, you don't need the ladder. You can give it away to somebody else. And so he doesn't come to say Christianity is the best or Buddhism is the best and Hinduism is the best. He sees them as all relative to each other and to the inner truth, which is the one truth behind all the religions, which is what I would say is what I call esotericism, the, the, the uh, process, the scientific understanding of the process of evolution. That's what the masters are. They are scientists. They know the way of evolution. They say we are souls, divine souls in incarnation. This physical body with its astral emotional body and its mental body is a vehicle for a great being called the soul. And every human being is, not only has, as Christianity puts it and others put it, but is a soul and is therefore identical with the divine. But that divinity can't shine through the dense physical, astral, emotional, physical and mental physical without an intermediary. The intermediary, the divine intermediary, is the human soul. And that creates through us an evolutionary path incarnating over and over and over again through different bodies until eventually it has given to the succession of different bodies of itself, the divinity of itself, which makes for perfection. With every life which it has, more and more energy of atomic, more and more atomic energy of of the soul, which is light, is added to the to the energy of the physical body and the emotional body and the mental body until gradually atomic structure is transformed into subatomic structure or light and eventually we become like the masters, simply light. And Benjamin. there are five great experiences which cover the last few lives of the evolution. All right, process. Benjamin, please stand by. When we come back, we'll talk about that. Exxon Nation, Benjamin Krem is my special guest. We're talking about the Maitreya this hour. Benjamin's website, www.share-international.org. Benjamin Krem and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Jangles and he danced for you in worn out shoes, silver hair and ragged shirt and baggy pants, the old soft shoe. He jumped so high, jumped so high, and then he lightly touched down. Sailing New Orleans I was 
Exxon Nation, my very special guest this hour is um, uh, Benjamin Krem. We've been talking about the Maitreya. Benjamin's website is www.share-international.org. And first of all, Benjamin, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. It's been a delightful hour with you. But I, I'd like to ask you something. Is it possible that when Maitreya makes himself known on the Day of Declaration that people will point to him and claim that he is the Antichrist? Oh, for sure. Many will, he said, many will, will, many will, many will see me as as their guide. Many will know me not. And that's so in the beginning. But there are enough people in the world who are already responding to Maitreya, or the ideas mm-hmm. set into the world by Maitreya, because they don't know who Maitreya is. He, he speaks from his heart to the hearts of all humanity. And on every plane, his thoughts and ideas are transforming the world. And the breakdown in the world is a breakdown of our rotten structures, political, economic, in some ways religious and mm-hmm. social. And these are preventing the creation of an entirely new kind of civilization. And Maitreya and the masters work with, and this is the extraordinary thing, what we take as UFOs, uh, people call them aliens, are our brothers and sisters on our fellow uh, sister planets of our own system. We have been told by our scientists that there is no life on Mars, no life on Venus. It would be impossible to go to Jupiter and so on. It's because they don't know the extent, the full extent of the physical aspect of reality. Hmm. The dense physical, they say, is solid physical, liquid physical, and gas. And above that, they know nothing. They don't have the technology to measure the physical above gas, but which is still physical. The masters and all the students of the masters know that there are seven levels of, not three levels, but seven levels of physical. Solid, liquid, and gaseous, and then the fourth etheric, the third, the second, and the first etheric. And it's on these four finer levels of the physical that the people in in our sister planets live. If you went to Mars, you would see nothing. But if you were a Martian, you would see and work as they do. They would see you, but you can't see them because unless, unless you had etheric vision. All right, Benjamin, we've run out of time for tonight, unfortunately. Please come back and visit us again soon. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and I wish you... Much happiness, much joy, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X-Zone. Well, thank you very much. If you would like to set up a time, I'll see if I can, if I can fit in with you. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Exxon Nation, Benjamin Krem has been my guest this hour, www.share-international.org. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.